Spicy little boy. Yeah, you sound oh, real good. Oh yeah. You sound yeah. Your voice nice went crisp. from like went from timid to like bend over yeah. the bed. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. put my big fat cock in you. Yeah, like, I, I want to slather you with something, but it feels like you're already dripping in Szechuan right now. Like you're already so <laughs> spicy. There's nothing I can add. There's nothing I can add to that's gonna make you any better than what you sound right now. I'm gonna yeah. make you my cock ring. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Chris. <laughs> oh my god. You guys are probably wondering why I have uh, a grave site behind me. That's the cemetery from I was. Pet Cemetery. I was yeah. gonna say you've done much weirder things in the time I've known you, so I was just going with it. <laughs> like, yeah, don't, okay. don't tell me when he's ready. Yeah, it's an yeah. improvement on Joss, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Uh, somehow a uh, uh, cemetery of dead animals. Is it's just it's less just a very dark, it's a very dark joke. Is all it is. Right. It's just my dog's dying, so I got the pet cemetery behind me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know you gotta. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if you were going to say it or just, like, make sure Derek and I realized what you had done. Right. And yeah. you did it, so I, I applaud you for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm whole- telling you right now, I am not going to riff off of that joke. Like, that, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> yeah. not going to riff off of your dying dog. You and can you say know, all you want to say, but you, I'm just going to Wait, wait, Derek, 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 do you know why we're not going to riff off of it? I don't. Because sometimes dead is better. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> the joke was right there. It was the right thi- there. The thing I'm so is, like, sorry. The, the thing is, I'm, like, I feel like a lot of people probably listen to our podcast. We're like, these guys are heartless, soulless pieces of shit. <laughs> but the thing no. is, like, my my dog is dying. Like, he's got maybe like, let's let's say, let's be generous. He's got, like, even if if they can do a surgery, he probably only has like a month or two left, even with an expensive surgery. But humor is how we process everything. Like, so yeah. They, like yeah. whether, whether it's joy, grief, blind hatred. <laughs> so I mean, like, even even something that like personally is like heart wrenching to me isn't. Off limits. Yeah, no, we, we, yeah, make, mean, we gotta, make jokes gotta, so that we don't cry and yeah. or uh, make holes in walls or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly like, they, they, you know, there's that whole bullshit thing like, well, time, tragedy plus time is funny. It's like, well, no, but you got, sometimes you got to laugh your way through. You got to grin and bear it. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, it's I'm funny sure, I'm, right away. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure nobody was like, you know, in in New York covered in dust already cracking jokes about it. But <laughs> There, there were people who threw their well, net. Well, like, you know, there was one piece of shit who was doing that, though, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah but he was doing it on the internet. You know what I mean? He wasn't <laughs> back on uh, dial-up too. Like he had to yeah, wait but, for but, people to respond. Yeah, but like, have, have you? Have, has anyone here ever been at like a funeral and you just and like you guys are you're sitting there like with your cousins or somebody and you're just like trying to make each other laugh to fuck with each other? Like you're just trying to do anything. <laughs> I mean, maybe my family's weird. I don't know, but like, but every time there's been like a horrible like where we're all so bummed out like. One of us just starts fucking with the other one almost instinctually, and it just yeah. builds into this. Like my cousin Jesse is a perfect example. We just like we would just fuck with each other so relentlessly. Like if one of us laughed, we knew our parents were gonna backhand us. We were like you know eleven, twelve years old. But the threat of getting backhanded was was worth the laughter to stop crying for a little bit. You know what I mean? To, to yeah, get a yeah. little get a little giggling. One thing I always look for at a funeral, and all of the ones that I've been to, like something that makes me laugh. Is that there's always at least at every funeral there is at least one person who's like being an exhibitionist, like they're trying to seem more like, yeah, just like like 
hurt by it than they actually are. And I don't know. Yeah. Just that total fake fucking is just hilarious to me. It, it's Someone it's always like, the guy oh. who it's, it's always the guy who like dated the per or the guy or the girl who dated the person for like a month before they passed away. It's like <laughs> you I'm sure yeah, you were getting it pretty to. good for a little bit there, yeah. but shut the fuck up, bro. Like don't throw yourself in the casket. All right. That's reserved for parents. <laughs> fucking relax. Verbatim, dude, verbatim. I'm not gonna go too far into detail, but I was at a funeral. It was very untimely. It was horrendous. Uh, but this dude who I'd never seen before, not at a single family party or anything, not a, not a, didn't know he existed, walked in, sobbing, threw himself on the casket, hugging the casket and, and weeping until like one of the ushers had to drag him away. It was really funny, and then it got really uncomfortable, and then it got yeah. really funny again. It got, it got way funnier than I expected it to. But I always worry, like, people throwing themselves on the casket, like, what if one of the legs breaks? Like, what if the body rolls out? Then you're that guy yeah, that yeah. did that. Control yourself yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I always, like, I so, I mean, a weird way to start riffing before the cast, but, like, when we went to the funeral of my, um, I don't, what, what do you call your wife's grandmother? She's not technically related to me in any way, right? I think you just wanna, call her your wife's grandmother. Yeah, I'm going to just call her grandmother because she was an awesome lady well, 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 well yeah I would say you call her grandma and then whatever her first name is her Christian name yeah <laughs> okay well when she uh, when I first was introduced to her she had she normally drinks O'Doul's because she likes the taste of beer but doesn't want to okay. get drunk because okay. she fucked around even in her 90s and uh, someone had slipped her an actual Smirnoff so the first time I met her she introduced herself to me as Delicate Marie and um, <laughs> that was the beginning of a beautiful relationship but I always have like like funerals are really weird to me. I've only been to a couple. Uh, hers was most recent. It was like two and a half weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And um, she, I always have like I'm at the funeral. I'm like, I always have this. I'm like, uh, do I look at the body? Do I not look at the body? Oh, like, I know, yeah, I, I know yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, and then I, I, you know, I went up to see her, and she actually, I've been to a couple of funerals, and for you know, they did a fairly decent job. She looked pretty good. Obviously, there's stuff you can't replace. Um, but like, I had this weird urge to take a picture of her and then, <laughs> no. no, no, I didn't. Don't worry. <laughs> no, but, yeah, you know, I, I, just, I just wish Christopher, like I had, I had the urge again to add to my collection. Like, oh no. <laughs> oh, gross. No, this is a heartwarming story of the weird thought that I had was validated because I, uh, I didn't do it obviously. Cause I was like, yeah, I don't know how anyone would take that and I'm not even going to try uh, but she just she looked really pretty, and I, you know, I wanted to t some have like be like, oh, she looks nice, and they did a good job, and you know, I was gonna send it to my mom who couldn't make it. Whatever, I had valid reasons. You fucking yeah. jerk off, <laughs> and we like left, and uh, her, my mother in law was like, oh, she looks so nice. I should have taken a picture of her, and I was in my head, I was like, yes, mm, yeah, I'm yes. not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, but well, no, I mean, by, by comparison, you're not though, because like. People that are younger than us, like I don't know, what are they, Gen Z now? I don't know, fucking the ones, the ones who are eating Tide Pods, yeah, take selfies with called. corpses at funerals. They, they have selfie sticks and they take selfies with like of themselves crying next to a body and they post it on the gram. So I gotta tell you, that's the exactly that's why the I've ever sounded saying Instagram. My <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the reason I decided not to because I was like, I'd like to take a picture of her, and then I immediately thought of pictures I've seen of stupid idiots who are taking selfies with the dead body. And I was like, yeah. oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Thank people that, would also think that you're like people, other people at the funeral would like assume that you're like an influencer, like a weird or doing something creepy, pulling out your phone and taking a picture and then just yeah. putting your phone back in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> just look around. 
Also, I'll, bro, I'm gonna look, you're looking real sus right now, Chris. <laughs> anyway, there's there's nothing I can say <laughs> that's not horrible. <laughs> no, no, because like you think about like you think about like well, I mean it's it's not horrible like but it's you think about people who like. Even like when their grandmoms like in the hospital pass away, they take a picture of them holding their hand and post it. Like, why? Why is that yeah. what your grandma would fucking want? Is that yeah. how she wants to be remembered as being the clammy old, like paper mache loose skin hand on your fucking profile picture? Like, fuck! Like, not Whenever everything's about that. you. Maybe, maybe, maybe your grandma's death is about her and her her leaving this world and that experience and how terrifying that is and make it a little bit warmer for grandma. Whenever I bit. see those pictures of the hand holding, like every time yeah. in my head, I'm like. Were they dead by the time this picture was taken? Like that looks <laughs> oh, like no. that looks like a dead person's hand a little bit. That's always where my mind goes. Yeah, <laughs> this, is a, this is a morbid cold open, boys. Yeah. <laughs> this is really <laughs> this is the weirdest open. Does that yeah, mean you guys gonna be like in a private group chat? Scott's fucking dog died. He's really a downer today. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's already been better than I expected because we're all sleepy. Yeah, it's uh, the cynical nerd. We're all sleepy boys. <laughs> I, my my household's been like passing around the sniffles. Like my son woke up crying last night because he couldn't breathe, but he's fine today. And I just felt kind of shitty today. You worked what, like a ridiculous amount of hours this week, Scott. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I hit I hit forty five. Very nice. But I I I, hit, I got all my bonuses though. So I just have so, the yeah. shits. I'm just jettisoning water out of my asshole, mm. and it's Ooh. just like dehydrating me. Speaking of speaking of poop, we talked we talked about reverse entropy pooping a couple weeks ago. Oh back. no, we did, and, we did. Yeah, and and I was driving around and I had a thought. I was like, every time I see my own shit or my dog shit or any shit anywhere, it disgusts me. My own shit in the toilet, just wiping my butt, disgusts me. But while, really? but, while, but but while while my poops inside me, I'm never grossed out by it. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> never even think about it. Yeah, I never. Even th- I just, yeah. Now I'm totally aware of the yeah, shit yeah, inside but, but, yeah, my but, like, body. But, but yeah, but there's like shit. Like like I'm just like I'm like all day long. I'm like oh, like look at them. It's like, <laughs> like like it's in there. Oh boy, it's lying in wait, ready to yeah. jump out and surprise uh, me. I mean, I mean you know about fatty meats for the last like three weeks. There's there's something in there. <laughs> Your bones are also wet all the time. You ever think about ah! that? Oh no, <laughs> I don't like any of that. Oh no, I hate it. Kind of, I'm just going to start the episode off of that because yeah, probably... I'm creeped the fuck out. Uh, welcome to the Cynical Nerd. This is episode 16. Boys, we have to try our absolute hardest today to think of a name during the episode because mm-hmm. shit, we didn't do that until after last week and it was a trial. Yeah, it was a fucking trial by combat in my brain. Um, we have a decent amount of week in review, actually more than I expected. And then we're talking about WandaVision episodes one and two that were released on Friday. Just Two days ago. Uh, but before we do that, I'm joined as always by Scott and Derek. Scott, how are you today? Uh, all things considered, man, I'm 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 a good spirit. I'm doing all right. A little tired, but I'm excited to get started. Word. Derek, how about yourself? Poop Master Flex. Pretty pretty good. Despite all the poop, uh, I just want to sprint uh, through this week in review. Give it the time and attention it deserves, of course. But uh, I'm personally going to be marathoning through it because I I I require the knowledge of what scott thought about wandavision so okay i'm looking okay. forward to it so i uh, so i generally derek and i generally know how the other feels not we didn't like i said no details i got a yay or nay from him basically um you i don't motherfuckers. know motherfuckers why I how dare how dare you <laughs> but we, we went no further than that derek that was, was very good he was very good about closing the valve he was like no 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 
All right, Virus. Shut up, Chris. Fucking traitor. <laughs> Without further ado, I'm also very excited to talk about WandaVision. Um, let's get right into it. So, first off, in Week in Review, there were some images released of the Mortal Kombat film that's coming out. Yes. Uh, it's set to release this year, April 16th, 2021. Uh, because it's coming to HBO Max, we're going to get day and date release with the theaters, which... We've talked about this before. It might be a shitty monetary deal for the studio, but I, it's already paying off. I'm excited. There's so many good movies coming out this year, and I'm going to be able to just turn the fucking TV on and watch yeah, right yeah. away. Dude, so many great movies and Dune. Um, <laughs> and Dune's going to be in there, too, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope it's like life changing and both of you have to eat shit and, and love it in the review. Well, what does it say that I'm more excited for Space Jam 2 than I am for Dune? <laughs> Did you see the screenshot of Space Jam 2? Yeah, I saw a couple of them. Oh, my That's God. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I uh, right off the top, I'm going to be uh, maybe this makes me ignorant of, I don't know, you know, Japanese, Chinese talent, Asian talent in the industry. But I don't know any of these actors. I, th- I think that's on purpose. I think it's lower budget. These are kind of unknowns. Uh, but there's a lot of people in this movie I've never heard of. That being said, uh, I- the screenshots are pretty fucking great. Yeah, um, they do. Yeah, I mean, it. It you can see you can already see what they're going for. Totally, like Jax's arms are a little cartoonish, like a little, little too much on the heavy on the CGI side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but everything else I'm seeing looks very grounded in reality, with the exception of like obviously the spec of fire hand. Yeah, I mean, like it's yeah. that looks bad. The yeah, fire hand looks not good. good. Yeah, uh, I'm just hoping we're not gonna get Sci-Fi Channel original movie special effects on this one. You know what I mean? Uh, I do. I do have to. I do have to fuck TCN myself because I had said I had Im- implied that. Liu Kang from the original Mortal Kombat was coming back to play Shang Tsung. It's actually Chin Han, who uh, he played Lao in uh, The Dark Knight. Oh, okay. okay. That's my bad. I I was I was going out there just spreading spreading rumors like wildfire. Saying 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 wrong stuff out there. (laughs) Yeah, being a being a stupid dumb hunk of shit. (laughs) I mean, the the thing with Mortal Kombat, if they if they can keep the special effects to um, like just shoot everything practically. Yeah. And augment them with special effects. Because even if they're shitty special effects, if they're augmenting actual shots, it'll look good. And yeah. I mean, like, so the Sub-Zero picture, they're hiding his mask. I'm always curious to see what this faceplate's going to look like. But the, I mean, that's clearly a physical ice prop that they made. That looks great because it's real. Jax's yeah. arm's a little cartoony, but whatever. I mean, I know they're going to have to be CGI. Kano yeah. looks great because he's all physical. He's some scars and a red eyeball. Yeah. yeah. But look uh, at these. These shots are they're framed well. They're yeah. uh, they're yeah. lit exceptionally well. Yes, I mean, they're yes. very vibrant. Yeah, um, the, the lighting in the cage match uh, pictures, what, like, especially like the, the ones where he has like the, the knuckle wraps on. Yeah, it looks like on on Bach or something with Tony. Jean. Yeah, it yeah, looks pretty cool. Now, Kung, Kung Lao looks ridiculous. Like the whole costume looks ridiculous. It, yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, not oh, oh, come on. <laughs> That's my favorite character with a slicey hat. Wait, wait, yeah. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, oh, wait, did I have the wrong one? You no, 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 of, that's okay. the right one, but you, you said with a slicey hat. With a slicey hat. And, and I, I, just pictured you turning, I just pictured you turning him on the side to, like, slice some boar's head ham for a second. Like, <laughs> you, Oh, no, he, he retires from Mortal Kombat. He's, just, he's laying he's just a, at the, he's behind a the counter. That, not even at a butcher shop proper, like, at a Walmart. He's the delicate yeah. person at a Walmart. 
He's just laying there on the side looking yeah, like he hates and everything. Like, and the baker's always just so high because he doesn't give a shit about the job. His wife's got a good job. So, like, he has to write on the cakes in between, like, slicing meat with his hat. You know what yeah. I mean? He's got, he's just got it real bad. Oh, he's he doesn't not even a good take time. it off. He just rolls I, his I head don't know why, but yeah, like an that. asshole. I don't know why, but in my stupid head vision of this horrible situation, he's not even slicing it himself. Someone's holding his head, and he's just, <laughs> like, pushing it. So he's he's standing here, like, for some reason, his arms don't work. I don't know why. And, he, and they're, like, and they're slicing his head. And they're like, so how was your day today? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I mean, you, we, you, we, you want a half we, pound we, or a quarter we, pound? We could have uh, an origin story for Jax here. You know, like he could have been slicing some meat and got away from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, here's, here's my question. I don't know if anybody knows the answer to this. Uh, uh, the one person I know that I'm familiar with, and I know at least Scott is, uh, I'm going to butcher his name, Hiroyuki Sanada. He was in The Last Samurai. He was in Sunshine. Yes. Um, he was the guy in uh, Endgame that uh hawkeye gets into the samurai sort yeah. of fight with in tokyo yeah. um yeah. great actor uh they show him the, the way that this, this article's prefaces by saying that it shows like a lower important scene from the games yeah. where the clans uh hanzo and by han um fight like hundreds of years ago so i'm wondering if he's playing uh scorpion himself or just that clan from that fight that happened all the way back then it's a good question, and I, I think I think they're supposed to be like them back. Like it shows where their feud started, right. back like back and back back in feudal Japan when they were. Mortal, they're supposed right. to be they're supposed to be themselves because they become immortal. I'm not sure how they're gonna give them immortality, but I believe he is playing Scorpion. Yeah, that's okay. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it would be weird uh, to have him just in like a prologue thing. Like a yeah, a, he no, is kind there's of no way, there's no way they're himself. gonna waste that talent. Yeah. There's no fucking way. If, if he, he was, of all the people in this, he's probably the most expensive. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, he, yeah. It's, you know, unless it was a budget problem, like, well, we want to lend uh, some air of legitimacy to this, so let's get him, and we'll just do a flashback. Yeah, <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> all right, uh, I mean, I I don't have much to say about it besides comes out in April. I'm looking forward. Yeah. To, I'm I'm like cautiously optimistic about this. No, you should um, be excited for it because at at the very at the very least, it's going to be a dumb fun extremely gory fatality filled popcorn movie yeah that's true and, it is and that's be that's, that's literally all the first one was and that's all that's where the benchmark is like yeah. this one it like you said it yourself before like i'm a big fan of the lore of mortal Kombat, but there's not so much, much there, there. Can, there's not so much there that you can fuck it up like through, through all the games these characters all have personal relationships but in a film adaptation all that matters is that there's a tournament to protect the realm of Earth from Outworld. That's yeah. literally it. They just have right. to be fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the, seeing, seeing it from the new perspective of, of a, well, see it from this perspective of a new fighter who may potentially make his way into the games. You know, I mean, it, it could be cool to see like yeah. an outside an outsider come in. I just hope that it's not they're not going to miss Marvel us in you know Square's Avengers. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to don't don't tease, my, don't tease my dick the whole time. Yeah, I that's that's a cool fact that you mentioned. Uh, before we move on, so they they EW this was an EW article. They reported that uh, once the the kind of ten minute opening sequence between the original you know Sub Zero Scorpion fight ends, it's going to jump to the present and we're going to meet a wholly new fighter named, as you said, Cole Young. So it's cool. Um, you know they didn't they they're thinking a, at least a little bit outside of the box there. And shit, I mean it's R rated. They're taking it seriously. Uh, I yeah okay you're right I've I've moved up a couple notches in my excitement yeah, levels. I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, all right, so m moving along, and I think this might be exciting to Scott. This news yeah. here about we'll Shutter, see. no? We'll we'll see. 
<laughs> so there's a horror streaming service that I've never touched. Um, I'm not sure how you feel about the service as a whole called Shudder. And they have announced, uh, it was an article written actually just today, that in 2021 they are releasing 11 films in 11 weeks, which I actually had to read several times because I was like, holy shit, that feels like a lot. That's because it is a lot. Um, and, you know, that feels like a quantity over quality type thing. But yeah, I, I keep hearing good things about Shudder from people who like horror. So I don't that's why I was kind of like, I don't know. You know, what do you think? about? Uh, it? I mean, it depends. Like, I mean, you said it yourself, it is it is quantity over quality. You'll get a few gems in there like. Uh, God, what uh, Jay, Jay Bruchel directed one recently was was it called? Random acts of violence. Hmm. Uh, okay. He play he plays you know uh, the the title character plays somebody who's like a comic book artist and you start seeing someone reenact all the gory murders from his comic books on this sort of cross country trip to take into a comic con. Huh. Uh, there's a lot of really there's there's one uh, a lot of anthology series. You know what okay. I mean? Um, like lots of like smaller like crypt keeper style uh, or creep show style movies. Uh, lots of foreign films. The thing is, like, for every gem you find in there, you're going to find, like, eight or nine shit shows. But the thing is, horror fans <laughs> are, are in it just for the gore. So even if, it's a, even if it's a shit show, if, it's, if there's some good deaths in it, like, I mean, no, no, one, no one's claiming that Victor Crowley is a good villain or that any of the Hatchet movies were watchable beyond the splatter factor. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's, <laughs> there's a whole subculture, that, you know, like, of horror fans that just, you know, they root for the bad guy. That's, that's what you do. That's, that's half the fun of it is just watching these people who are all awful get butchered and it's, it's so free. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's that Chick-fil-A sandwich you didn't pay for all over again. There's there's no emotional stakes. All these people are awful. Get them. It it is worth, it is worth mentioning that five of these 11 films, I'm not going through all of them, obviously, uh, but five of them are either, have either been selected or have won some award at a film festival. So, I mean, maybe that's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Let's take one, for example, Um, Slacks. Okay. Slacks is a movie about a possessed pair of jeans that is brought to life to punish the unscrupulous practices of a trendy clothing company shipped to the company's (laughs) flagship store. Slacks proceeds to wreak carnage on staff locked in overnight to set up the new collection. Yeah. Subscribe to shutter guys. But, 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 but you, in as many weeks, but you also have Hunted, which which is currently streaming uh, a modern radical take on the Little Red Riding Hood fable. What started as a flirtatious encounter at a bar turns into a life or death struggle as Eve becomes an unknowing, an unknowing target of a misogynistic plot against her forced to flee as a predator. Uh, and his accomplice pursue her through the forest. She's pushed to extremes while fighting to survive in the wilderness. But survival isn't enough for Eve. She will have revenge. So it's basically the last girl. <laughs> Or final, sorry, final, final girl. I just love that I can tell that Derek read this article and went slacks. Yep, gonna hone in on that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you re- did you really read all the synopsis? Because I I, 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 I skimmed them, but slacks. Okay. Something about it really stood out to me. I can't really say exactly yeah. what it was. I, Maybe I think just I read, the brilliance I of the synopsis. <laughs> I I mean, I guess this should have been obvious to me, but I didn't realize that Shutter did Shutter original films. I think you had just mentioned something about a, a series they did. But the last one on the list, actually, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, um, but it's uh, Violation, which is a Shudder original. Um, then that one was, in fact, selected for the Sundance Film Festival, Toronto International Film Festival. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's hard for me personally to hear like a synopsis for a horror film and tell if it sounds good or not, unless it's yeah. extremely poor, like Slacks. <laughs> You're not into well, Slacks? I mean, yeah. 
I, I gotta tell you, the the market for the porn knockoff of that horror film is so easy. You just add an extra X on the end of that fucking title, baby. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> Ship it. Put some titties in it. You might even be able to use some of the original footage because most horror movies have titties in them. Yeah, movies, movies of this caliber always have titties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah otherwise, they're, they're, nobody I, would show up. Nobody's showing up yeah. for the demonic pants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like I watched the movie on Shutter. Like the best way I could summarize it is this: I watched a German horror film on, on there called Yummy. It was a Shutter original with a German oh. director, spoken language was German, whole nine yards. It's about a, a girl who has giant titties who goes to get a breast reduction, and while they're at the hospital to get a breast reduction, a zombie viral outbreak takes place. So it's just her, po- like pre pre uh, reduction, running around half naked, killing zombies. Uh, with just a bunch of other people who are all mangled by plastic surgery. That's the whole fucking movie. It's just. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice. winner. I'm surprised this is the first time I've heard of Yummy. <laughs> all right. It's, uh... it's an hour and a half of, of just pure unbridled joy. If you're if you're if you're just if you're just stoned enough, it's it's incredible. Right, right. <laughs> if you're just yeah. on the cusp. Yeah. Of being a little lit. Well, you can't um, so, get you can't get too fucked up because then you'll just start not you'll stop paying attention to it. Yeah, and die yeah. into an existential crisis. You'll just just enough to have it really suck you in and yeah, yeah, hold yeah. you there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oftentimes on this podcast, I am forced to just ignore the transition between news articles because I cannot think of anything in the moment. And in this particular situation, it's a thin thread, okay? But because we're just talking about horror and now moving into giant big titty vampire bro, giant bro, bro, test lady bro. The, the, I, I just handed i gift wrapped you the transition then. oh no 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 we're going speaking of giant pierced goth titties <laughs> and the <laughs> zombie apocalypse has anyone seen the resident evil village <laughs> teaser i was bro. going to incorporate the title that was written here i don't know which of you read it i assume it was scott but i don't know nope big, that was me <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh, man, you fucking got me. Big titty <laughs> Dompire in RE8 has 30 nothings everywhere achieving cream dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, suddenly I'm into Resident Evil. I don't know what it uh, is. My only, yeah. pro- my only problem she's, with she's your She's like title, seven feet tall. She's, she's a Zandalari troll in that trailer. I know. My, I want her only- to fucking grate my nuts like Parmesan cheese and pour it back <laughs> into my mouth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she looks good. My favorite thing in the world is with Derek gets a little horny talks about something hurting him like someone hurting him but like it's always <laughs> yeah oh you mean like the the dominatrix woman in in mandalorian that he yeah, wanted to... yeah. mommy magistrate <laughs> yeah no i wanted to break my hands it's she looks really i like it mm-hmm. but the best part is he's always stone faced he never breaks i mean it <laughs> i think i'm trying to make you laugh <laughs> oh my god you gotta fill those silences with with actual words you did this okay i didn't actually expect to start crying i i my only who i would yeah. suggest cream dream is very good as an alternative coom bloom is another one that you can use yeah <laughs> or, you know some coom blooms uh yeah, so poten- so, potential podcast title: Dom Dompire, <laughs> Dompire and the Coon Bloom. <laughs> Dompire Coon Bloom is the wow. That's just a that's a sentence. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so they released sort of a t. I, I let me start. Sorry, that was my wedding ring on a glass table. Let me start off by saying 
I can't stand the teaser for a trailer. I yeah. can't stand it. I, I hate the entire industry notion to start doing that. I, it, but, but whatever. That being said, I'm, no tangents here. Uh, they released a couple, a real quick couple clips together as a teaser for a January 21st reveal for uh, more of a look at Resident Evil 8, which is also called Village. And uh, yeah, the internet kind of broke. Everybody, uh, <laughs> the walls were painted white around the basements of America as everyone freaked out about the super giant tall vampire lady. And at first I saw the image and I went, she might not be that tall. She might just be floating. And then they released like other kind of images that might have been in the trailer that I missed of her actually mm-hmm. bending over to get through a door frame. Yeah. Um, she's actually yeah. a giantess. I hope she chases me around like Mr. X. I mm-hmm. will let her catch me every single time. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to beat that game. <laughs> never gonna, Ethan's just going to get a spanking again and again and again. Um, I, I, you know, big titted lady aside, I'm actually looking forward to this game. Uh, I liked Resident Evil 7 quite a bit. I don't, we've talked about it before. How did you feel about 7, Scott? Uh, I mean, the environments were cool. The the family, like the boss encounters were really unique and awesome, especially Margaret. What yeah. a fucking nightmare. Uh, but the, the molded were lazy. You know what I mean, like like having 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 half that the only enemies in the, in the game that were interesting were the the family members. Uh, but aside from that, it was I, yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was cool. I was kind of put off at first by the first person mode. It doesn't feel like Resident Evil. It feels like this whole you like whole new unique animal. Yeah. Uh, because mostly because you know you're not you're not dealing with zombies in any way, shape, or form. You're not dealing with the Las Plagas. Um, I but, thought I mean, the first person was like I I felt like it created. I feel like maybe they realized that like the third person thing, they sort of ran like ran out of ideas with it. And so they found new ways to kind of scare the shit out of you in the first person perspective. I, well, I yeah. feel like it's got to yeah. be so much easier as a developer to scare people with first person. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 And well, like because- there were times that Jenny, I only played the first couple hours, but there were times where I screamed at the top of my fucking lungs in that. <laughs> oh, game. man, I want to watch you play that so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do yeah, it. Please stream that. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely I'll, playing I'll Village, too, by the way. I played through most of seven uh, on stream, actually, and I had a I had an actual great time. There are clips of me screaming, though. There's <laughs> there yeah. like there's a couple cheap ones in there, but I mean, they were effective because I almost Bro, pee, peed my pants. Give me 20 years and a slightly looser uh, the, bladder and I would have been wet. The jeans. garage encounter alone, like the garage encounter is one of the most fun, unique boss fights I've played in any game ever, I think. Yeah. Do you make uh, that far, Derek? That sounds familiar, but I don't remember it exactly. Uh, this was I, like I, will, I won't get too ago. far into it. It's but, very uh, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my, how the fuck do I get out of here? Oh my god, oh my god, you know. It's just and the guy, and he's like invincible, and he's chasing you around. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I and then you, get, then you get in the car, and well. <laughs> uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, we, we, no, no, but the thing is, like you said it yourself, like, they ran out of ways to scare you in third person, but they also have kind of devolved into two-player action games. I mean, like, they're, it's more... It, it lost the scare factor around Resident Evil 4. You know what I mean? Like, you can make an argument that some enemies in that game, because they're invincible, are a little scary. But it, it mostly became, you know, it was only GameCube. Like, it was it was a fun yeah. fucking action game. And uh, same with, with 5 and 6. 6 being the most poorly received of any Resident Evil ever. Yeah. Um, they seem to be doing things in 3s. You know what I mean? Like, we got the first 3 with tank controls. We got the... the uh, four through six with a third person over the shoulder action games. Now we're getting first person survival horror again. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. besides you know the big titty Dompire, by the way, I, I think the game just looks cool. I mean, I I didn't I only want I how you feel about teaser trailers is how I feel about cinematic trailers. 
at this point <laughs> i'm like if you're gonna release a cinematic like have some gameplay to show too it's just so weird to not yeah. like that's not what the game is that's just pre-rendered cutscenes. but anyway that being said the setting seems very interesting and so i want to play it and it's only somewhat because i want that vampire to chase me around they say video games <laughs> appeal to the male fantasy and for the first time in my life i agree with that sentiment <laughs> i want her to catch me come and get me <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have to try and isolate you saying, come and get me. And I'm going to have to use it as a soundboard. Yeah, same. Um, uh, no, but, but like you said, like the settings unique, the enemies variants, like we're dealing with vampires and werewolves and people are yeah. like throwing their hands up. That's not Resident Evil. Like, well, what is Resident like, Evil? Yeah, like, like, are, are you scared? Is it fun? Are yeah. you constantly managing your inventory until you want to throw your fucking controller through the drywall? Well, then it's Resident Evil, baby. I gotta say, that has never been something I... I understand at this point it's, like, just a staple of the series, but I can't yeah. stand... Oh, it's when, fucking obnoxious. Like, yeah. But you, gotta, you gotta, like, go, well, I gotta drop all these keys, I'm gonna need to pick up this shotgun so I can put this ammo in this shotgun and pick up those keys again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fucking <sighs> nightmare. Alright, uh, moving along to the next title, keeping in video game news. Uh, this is more of just a one, one-off announcement. Could be good, could be bad. We really don't have much in the way of information yet. So uh, Bethesda owns a studio. It's, it's, it's Studioception. So Microsoft bought Bethesda. Bethesda owns a studio called Machine Games. Ipso facto, <laughs> Microsoft owns Machine Games. They are making a new Indiana Jones game. Uh, they announced in a short teaser, and I mean very short teaser, on Twitch. It's, it's uh, not Twitch, on Twitter. It's a very short, like, it's a, it's, if you didn't tell you it was Indiana Jones, you'd be hard-pressed to know it was Indiana Jones. They show some books on a fucking desk with some maps and a compass. And you're like, oh, cool. Generic survival game. Like, I don't know what's going on here. But then one of the shots in the trailer is a an old camera that has a Lucasfilm logo on it. And they pan over and there is the fucking hat of Indiana Jones mm-hmm. himself. It gets picked up off the table. So uh, they, they, they don't have a release date announced. The only thing they've said is it will be an original story. It'll be a collaboration between Machine cool. Guns, uh, Machine Games, and Lucasfilm Games. Todd Howard is the executive producer on the project, even oh, though, no. <laughs> yeah, oh no. So basically, what we're saying is it will run on Fallout 3's engine, which they've never <laughs> updated, and you'll be able to probably get like skins of the armor suits in the game because there'll be leftover files buried deep somewhere. Who knows? Uh, Bethesda revealed nothing else about the game in its brief Twitter thread, noting it will be some time before they have any other information to share. Um, yeah, I, so what machine game? So before I I give the floor up to one of you gents to get your thoughts on a machine games. So we're on the same page as the developer responsible for uh, the most recent Wolfenstein trilogy of games, including the New Order, New Colossus, and Youngblood, which I have enjoyed all of them. Uh, Youngblood missed the mark a little bit for me personally, but that's because it had a, a multiplayer focus that I wasn't really on board for. Uh, Lucasfilm Games, meanwhile, um, which we'll talk about soon announced a new game publishing label and partners. So Derek, do you have any interest in an Indiana Jones game? Uh, I have interest in the studio that did the new Wolfenstein games. Uh, I never played all the way through any of them, but I mean, I think that you guys are picking up on a trend here. I hardly ever finish video games, Um, but they're good. They're actually really well done. So um, the fact that it's that studio is encouraging. Uh, I guess I missed that Todd Howard is executive producing. That's a little concerning, but at least he's not behind the wheel, uh, right. like the captain's wheel rather. Um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm anticipate, uh, um, hearing more information about it, but 
until then, yeah, I, I say they've obviously done well with with other IPs. So, yeah, it could be cool. Word. Got. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't like it's to me like this would have made sense 15, 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like like this would have made sense yeah. on, the N- on the N64 or on the PS3 even. Um, I just don't. I don't know. I, I like that. I'm uh, thank thank God it's original story, but like, how the fuck else would it would they do it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, like a best of compilation, like a greatest hits <laughs> level one. You're running from the fucking boulder. Like, of course it's a, a standalone story because you have nothing. There's nothing else. There's no world built aside from those tiny little snippets we see in the movie. You mean you don't um, want to swing through a uh, forest with on vines like Shia LaBeouf? No, no, but you know that's gonna happen though. You know there's gonna be like there's gonna be pitfalls. It's gonna be like there's there's not a way that I, I can picture this game existing and it's not like Tomb Raider on PS one quality to me. Like I, I can't get it out of my head. You know, I don't know why, like I'm well aware <laughs> that gaming has come so far. Like shadow of the Tomb Raider is an incredible, incredible theatrical experience. And I think when you see games like that, where they implemented like storylines across three games continuously, they built these entire giant worlds. It just seems like it's unnecessary. I understand yeah. they, own the, they own the property, but like there's people that have already taken inspiration from what you built in the eighties from from your your you know your movies and are now doing it better in this format than you ever possibly could like those three most recent Tomb Raider games are fucking masterpieces front to back yeah, every single really one are. of them and like and I know they tried to make a move they tried to make the, the new Tomb Raider movie based on the first game and the new that doesn't translate both ways and I'm kind of I'm kind of afraid that's what the case with Indiana Jones is going to be like they're going to get Harrison Ford's likeness they're going to get if, if it's not his voice, but it's his likeness, it's going to ruin it right off the, right off the bat. Yeah, if, you know they're not going to have his voice. Yeah. If they somehow do have his voice and his likeness, they're going to rely too heavily on people being nostalgic, and it might not get the same heart and, and like, careful, like, atten- attentive, you know, you know what I mean? Like, attentive touch yeah. that, like, yeah. the Tomb Raider games get, that, like, the Uncharted games get, because they have to. They don't have, they don't have a, a like, a 40-year built-in fan base. I mean, the good news is if they get his, his uh, if they get, if they use his likeness, then realistically, they could just grab clips of him from either Star Wars or Indiana Jones, because oh. guess what, boys? <laughs> They're the same character. Yes, I fucking said it. Han Solo and Indiana Jones are the same fucking character. Same character arc. And that's Harrison, probably not true. But Harrison I mean, Ford fuck is it. always just kind of Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, even when he's the president of the United States in Air Force One, which, by the way, great '90s film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, yeah, when he says, when he, when he says, "Get off my plane," and kicks off Gary Oldman off the plane, off dude. Oh, <laughs> get off my plane. Even in The Fugitive, which is one of my favorite films of all time, he's still just Harrison Ford. Like he doesn't give a shit. But he well, gets I mean, away I mean, with like, it. He, he has a range of of you know, of emotions that he could portray, but he always portrays them the same way. I couldn't, I, I couldn't imagine him like in like a character film where he had to be like Stephen Hawking or something. I no. can't fucking, I can't, I can't imagine <laughs> oh, Harrison God, Ford playing somebody else. Great. Yeah. I can't imagine like him doing a biopic where he has to like learn someone's mannerisms and shit. He just wouldn't do it. He just no. show up like, no, you know who I am, right? Fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, I'm like the gruff, lovable, uh, r- r- like rough around the edges. You know, yeah. father figure, love interest, kind of dangerous. I'm not sure. Harrison Ford, he's a gem. He's he's perfect, precious baby boy. But but I think we've already had enough with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. We don't need a game that's <laughs> gonna fall. It's because it's it's not gonna it's not gonna meet the same standard that Shadow of the Tomb Raider does. It's not. They're not they're not gonna put in, they're not gonna put in weather effects that change on a day, daily basis depending on when you play the fucking game, what time of year you play. They're not gonna have. Not, it, it, there's not gonna be 120 hours worth of story built into this fucking thing. You know what I mean, it's right. just not. Can I posit a weird offshoot theory? We've 
we've talked about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull before. Derek, you haven't seen it, right? I have not. I haven't seen any I, of them. The movie's not good, and I, I will never defend that film. But I think, and see if you agree with me or not, I think the movie would have been made a skosh better, like just a hair better, had they not actually, spoiler alert, revealed the, the, revealed the flying saucer at the end. Because if I think about other Indiana Jones films, they never show flat out the like, you know, and in three, I I can't spoil anything, but like they never show the can. You totally can. You absolutely can. It's okay. Like right out in plain sight. It's always like, oh, this thing. Oh, we think it's really is that like you see clues and clues and clues. And then they have this big kind of scene, but they never they don't show inside the fucking covenant. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they don't show you what's inside the Ark of the Covenant. Um, I mean. I'm not saying it would have made it better. I just think it would have been a little better. I just because think, it, hey, I, I just think, hey, man, aliens. Like, I get that. I get that. You know, that whole ancient alien show was huge at the time. But why the fuck? There's so much wrong with that movie. First of all, like, Derek, we're, uh, we're not we're not watching Kingdom of the Crystal, that's Crystal okay. Skull. I don't want to. So, so no, I'm no, gonna no. spoil the fuck out of that one. How do you survive a nuclear uh, nuclear test site in a fucking was it, was a refrigerator solid? two feet of lead on all sides is that how he came out unscathed no radiation sickness he's not vomiting he's not bleeding from his fucking eyes and asshole in that fridge but also the the the, the shockwave of that, of that nuclear blast threw him and that fridge so far so fast he would have been liquefied when the fucking door fell open it's stupid it's fucking stupid it's really stupid and but also, also I, but, i'm but, i'm watching derek realize that scott's serious and yes this really happens yeah 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 but but also i'd rather like if, if we do the watch alongs hang on if we do the watch alongs i'd rather do the first three and then just have you oh, yeah. two tell me everything like <laughs> like a synopsis a shared yes, synopsis can we write and out we'll share a doc one. and we'll outline it together and then 100%. We'll, we'll read it and we'll that. read it until one of us starts crying from laughter and then the other one has to take over yeah yeah uh i thought that scene that uh, there's so many like very shitty scenes. There's yeah. there's one or two that aren't bad. The diner scene when they escape out of the, like the motorcycles that had the feel of like an older Indiana Jones scene. Yeah, you know it didn't though when they go looking for the fucking Ark of the Covenant in that Ex- giant warehouse. Exactly. And every time something every, every time something blows up, it has like MCU physics. Like people fly like forty fucking feet. Yeah. Like, it's like well, no, he just would have been full of shrapnel and fell down and fucking died at that range. But <laughs> yeah, it there's like there's very small glimmers of Indiana Jones in this film, but it it's so bad. The I the my favorite part about the fridge is that they go out of their way to show you that it's lead lined and I'm like, what the fuck does that matter? He just got thrown, like you said, like five hundred yards through the air, like yeah. because of a blast explosion, he's fucking dead, bro. Yeah, he just like broke he, every bone in his fucking body. Yeah, he he would have been a thin a thin smear of paste on the inside of that. It's just a weird That's one of those yeah, movie like, tropes that's so annoying. It's the same thing as like when you watch like Superman and like he catches the, the chick who falls from the building right before she hits the ground. She's still going to be pudding in his fucking arms, man. Like, yeah. She's already at like terminal velocity, dude. Yeah, yeah like, like, like her entire middle of her back is, just, is just hanging in between the, your arms. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah you're, the man, you're the man of steel. She essentially, she essentially fell 12 stories and they got caught by a fucking... Yeah, like it would have been more merciful like a, like to just a, like let her hit the fucking lifter. sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like his arms are basically like the, like the metal prongs on a, on a fucking a pallet lift. mover. Yeah, yeah. forklift. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, just because we're we're in the vein of like, come the fuck on. Gwen Stacy's death for me was like minimized when I realized that he catches people like that all the time and they're totally fine. So they only relied on actual physics when they wanted to murder her. But every other time he catches somebody an inch from the pavement, they're not going to die from whiplash or fucking broken bones or something like get out of here. Well, she hit her head on the ground. Not that it makes the, the physics any less bullshit in a movie. She did yeah. in the comics. She just snapped 
snaps her head back. Oh. And I'm like, he catches people with webs all the fucking time, bro. Come on. <laughs> Come on, bro. Anyway. Now, um, yeah. All right. So we'll move along because we got off on a real. That was a good tangent, boys. High fives all around. Good tangent. Sleepy yeah, tangents. Fuck, fuck that movie. More video game news before we move on to. Hang some. on a second. You said high fives all around, and I'm the only asshole who actually went in for a high five. So oh, that's fine. Say, fuck it. No, I already did mine. I'm done. I did you, it. You, you guys, you guys catch up. All right, now please continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Daddy Dompire. Uh, Daddy Dompire, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, we're we, we gonna get like Derek, like a little leather collar with whatever her pet name for him is on it. <laughs> no, no, no. We got we gotta get Ron like some kind of like like. What are those things like rompum stompers? Like the fucking like where like they make you like three feet taller when you walk on them. Oh, not yeah. just, get some, just get some moon shoes. Fucking hat too. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna start hole. mailing Ron parts of her cosplay for that thing <laughs> and explain nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is there a corset that's like six times too large for yeah. me to fit in? Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving along, some more video game news this- uh, before we get to some just choice trailers this week to talk about mm. oh, yeah. uh, Star Wars Lucasfilm Lucasfilm games specifically has made a deal with someone that's not EA for once they have made a deal with Ubisoft uh, the division two developer and it will to make a new Star Wars game according to this story it will be a new story driven open world Star Wars adventure that sentence that's my coom bloom hearing story driven open world Star Wars adventure that is my cream dream my coom bloom yeah, little. Coombloom yeah. makes me think of like a pink sock. Can you please stop saying that? <laughs> they a little like, yeah, like 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 a fungal coom is coming out of the tip or something. It's not. Ooh. It's not desirable. Ooh, yeah. That's that's not good. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing a penis that looks like one of the infected from The Last of Us. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no! <laughs> Click clicker cock. You got that clicker cock, boy. <laughs> I'm sure there's Rule 34 out there of that. Oh somewhere. no! So and we'll just... get to the bottom of that, <laughs> listeners. Don't you worry. <laughs> Full report next week. Uh, I'm googling it right now. (laughs) So there's there's some really interesting uh, information in this article that I personally didn't know about this. Uh, The so they're talking about the engine it's going to run on, and and because of that conversation. Oh no! No no no! I don't want to see it. Yeah, put it in Discord. Do it. (laughs) I know it's real. Everything (laughs) has rule thirty (laughs) four. Literally everything. Uh, so do I even want to look at Discord when you put this up? Yeah. I mean, it, it depends. It depends how bad you, how badly you want to see Papa Joel getting bummed by a, by a clicker. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, I was going to say you buried the lead, but that clicker is apparently. Oh, no. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, no. Gross. On oh, today, oh, today's very special episode of Burn Down the Internet. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no, that click is going to bigger dick than I do. <laughs> oh, it looks God. like somebody just duct taped a bunch of Slim Jims together, though. It's, like <laughs> 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 it's so gamey. <laughs> oh, that, that's a cut of venison, all right, boys. <laughs> oh, I got I to burn my hard drive. I was gonna say you uh, don't have to bury the lead with the next one, but it, it, that clinger's burying the tip of his Slim Jim hog and Joel's bum bum. So yeah. Anyway, fuck! I can't get that out of my head now. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm glad the, the information I wanted that. to talk about is 
The unnamed Star Wars title will be developed on the Snowdrop engine, which was recently used by Massive Entertainment for The Division 2. It's an engine that was also used in South Park The Fractured Butthole, because I'm a child and that title still makes me laugh, and the Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. The only interesting thing of that is that they're using this Snowdrop engine that's typically used for open worlds to do something more linear and that it's flexible enough to do that, because that's not often the case with a lot of these things. Um, I don't know. I guess just about the spirit of the article, Derek, are you excited about the Ubisoft deal or do you not give a shit? I mean, like, all right. So it's great that they're breaking out from their exclusivity contract with EA because obviously EA is terrible. Not that we've gotten nothing but shit from them because we got, um, why can I never remember the name of that game? A uh, fallen it's order. Jedi the fallen, fallen order. order. Thank you. We got yeah, fallen yeah. order out of it. Uh, but of course we got, had to, you know, hold our nose through two shitty. Are you thinking about the clicker fucking bum and Jill? Okay. I'll just keep going and you just, you take all the time you need. <laughs> and so, you know, to, 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 to have another soulless sort of corporation, Ubisoft, you guys keep going. It's all right. I'm good. Uh, is a little alarming. But Massive was really, you know, they did the Division 1 and 2, which Division 1 didn't have the greatest launch. But uh, Division uh, 2, I hear, is pretty good. So who knows? You know, they could do something. They could do something really interesting with that. And those are my thoughts was, on it, Chris. I'm glad I heard them. It wasn't the picture itself. It was Scott's joke about the b- bundle of Slim Jims. It's <laughs> pretty, it's pretty it's like accurate. A, it's like a stick of TNT. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, it got me. Oh, uh, look at that pork store loin he's jamming there. Oh my god, yeah. That clicker's uh, got a bad case of the peepcock. <laughs> what a blessed clinger. Uh, Scott, how do you feel about the Ubisoft deal? Uh, I mean, I'm on the fence. I gotta be honest, I, I haven't played any of the games they listed that have used the engine. Like, I've never, I don't think I've touched any of them. If it's gonna be something more in the vein of Assassin's Creed, but a Star Wars formula, like, I'm into that a little bit. Uh, just I, I don't know, man. It, it depends on how it's going to work, like what the, what the plot's going to be, I think, because like we've seen sort of an open world formula with Jedi Fallen Order. That game is beautiful. Yeah. I hope EA gets to retain the contract for that series and keep doing what they did with that, because from what I heard, there's rumors of it, of it being a full trilogy. Um, I don't know, man. I, I want to be excited for it, but I feel like. It's hard to get excited when the only information you have is we use this engine to build Mario versus rabbits. Because I, I just think like, <laughs> yeah. like I, I know it's got Mario in it, but it still feels like it's like that that off brand cereal that comes in just the bag. You know what I mean? Like, like, the, <laughs> like, 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 like for some reason, even though they were the same price, the poor parents bought Mario and rabbits instead of buying Mario Odyssey. You know what I mean? It just feels like, yeah, it's like it's like, it's like that the last game at Walmart that no one wants to play. And it just makes me feel gross when I, when I think about it existing. <laughs> They almost get that like the the whole rabbits thing. I don't get it. I don't fucking know why that's a thing. I don't know how. There's minions, right? There's fucking minions, Basically. but you can't get sued. Video like, yeah. Fucking, yeah, they're fucking awful. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking thing, and I hate it. I wish. But Mario, listen, I, sometimes bagged cereal is better than name brand. Every now and then, fruity pebbles in a bag. Mm, chef's kiss, baby. Okay, all right. No, I'll no, have but, to taste test that. It's just, I, I, I recommend it. Sometime eventually. Like I, I know Mario's kind of going off the rails because uh, his hat talks to him now and that's fucking stupid so I mean like like, did you whatever. play Odyssey no I no, Odyssey's, this game Odyssey's really to good to my last fucking breath Hattie is incredible that's his name no it's Cappy I'm sorry Cappy 
Oh, that's fucking, fucking stupid too. No, go play that game right now. It's you will not regret one moment of playing that game. It, right. Look, it's definitely for me not about the hat that's kind of a person and it's creepy. It's the gameplay is just really fun. That's really what it comes. Oh, oh I have no and doubt Cappy of that. I have no, I have no doubt that every every Mario game with the exception of Sunshine has been brilliant in my entire oh, lifetime. Fuck Sunshine. Thank you yeah, for right? saying that. My fuck God. Sunshine. Extra like, hard. It's like it's like you like. Imagine the great irony that like your mom's yelling because you haven't done the dishes, but you're busy hosing off shit that doesn't even exist for free. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and now you're not going to eat your allowance because you're busy and not even Mario having Sunshine. fun doing it because yeah, the mechanics yeah, like, are terrible. Yeah, because you got you got to hose down something for 45 minutes and then a boss pops up and just makes it dirty again. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope Super Mario stupid. Sunshine gets fucked by that clicker cuck, <laughs> that <laughs> dirty Slim Jim bad boy. All right, boys, uh, we if, had two if trailers. Had Oh, if it had no office, it would be a power bottom. It would fuck you back. You know what I mean? Because like that game, that game had no love or respect for its player base at all. <laughs> just be angry, throw that thing back at your dick. They were trying to train a, a generation of children to wash dishes and cars and houses yeah, what, and every well, yeah, and everything. We saw through that. Yeah, I wonder how that's what you're doing. That, that's yeah. that's the that's the you won't always have a calculator bullshit all over again. It's like, well, every fucking house I've ever lived in had a dishwasher, and now I have a calculator all the time. Fuck you, Mrs. B. Siebert. Fuck you, Mrs. B. Siebert. <laughs> what do they? What do they do now? I guess dead. I'll find She's out nice in lady. like in like five to six years. But I, I don't know. But what? what do they do now? Like every kid has a cell phone. I, I can't they still make you buy a calculator. But you're like, no, nah, yeah. really, this one's better. A TI like, 88 no, too. I'll take your like word the same model. Well, it doesn't make sense to me that they changed to Common Core math, but like. You still use a calculator for like what, what? What? Why? Why don't you just teach kids how to use how to use their fucking calculators on their phones? Yeah, I don't know. It's, Common it's Core stupid. is the one Boomer Hill that I'll die on with them. It is the stupidest thing. It is the it, stupidest. Have you seen I, someone do I, Common I, Core? It's yes. It's just, it's just addition and subtraction with extra steps. With way extra steps, like a lot more extra steps. Yeah. Well, I, like I it, legitimately it becomes four problems in one, which make it's good to practice to learn addition and subtraction because you're doing four problems to solve one problem. Yeah, I'm not sure um, what the merit behind Common Core is, because obviously they chose it for a re- I was I, I'm on Derek's side. I when I heard about it and then I found out I was going to have a son, I was like, no, no, at the very minimum. Sure, he'll learn it because he has to. He'll learn how to do math the, the normal way. Like that was my yeah. boomer thoughts. Uh, but I, I'm actually a little interested to see like why they've introduced like what benefit does it? What purpose? It's does it meant serve? to simplify the understanding between real numbers and uh, like fractions and stuff like that. Whereas if you're looking at everything from a base of ten, you're you're basically like adding and subtracting and multiplying fractions more easily when you look at like ten. This is boring. This is not good podcast. Let's move on. Let's move on. It's that's riveting. Uh, it's it's actually hilarious that America would adopt uh, putting things in bases of ten for math, but not for anything else because we're yeah. on the fucking uh, you know worst system on the planet that no one else uses. Metric for life. Anyway, moving along, we have two trailers to talk about. Who uh, they are? They're certainly trailers. They exist in the world. The first one coming up. very enthusiastic about that. It's going to be a CW series that premieres Thursday, January 21st, coming up pretty soon here. A couple of days. And it looks like it's going to be a Texas. Walker, Texas Ranger reboot starring. Mm. Uh, I forget his name. I know it's the same gentleman. Oh, Jared uh, Padalecki, the guy who was in Supernatural and was also the Dean. In Gilmore Girls, sure, I know that because my wife loves that show. Um, I, I, he was also in Friday the Thirteenth as Clay Miller <laughs> in uh, two thousand nine. 
this show looks like justice porn for (laughs) Yalkaida. For (laughs) Yalkaida? Yeah. Oh my god. That's all I got from this trailer. It's like, oh, he's a Texas ranger and he's gonna go kick some ass and all his wife's dead. That's saying. He's a bit rough around the edges, though. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Harrison Ford could play this guy. I mean, look, I (laughs) Why would you leave one bad show and then sign on to another bad show immediately? Does anyone I mean, that's, like- that's that's one of the reasons I put this in the thing is like he, it just seems like he loves the CW. I haven't seen anything on the CW that I I have, and I, I already see you doing that thing that you're doing, Chris. But he's going to talk about the Flash. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. But 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 every anything that's on the CW, I just feel like I have too much respect for myself to watch it because it's on the CW, <laughs> and like and all their all their other programming is terrible. Like this could this very well could be good because like it, no, it depends can't. on if you it could. But well, no, like the thing is like. If you grew up watching te- Texas Walker Texas Ranger, this has that nostalgia factor built in. I mean, no one expected the uh, the fucking Lethal Weapon show to be good, but until they recast uh, and ha- added Sean William Scott to it, it actually was a really well written show, and it had some really good some really good TV moments on it. Like it's shallow, it's TV action that they yeah. play on the they play on the dead wife trope. Every fucking cop show does it, except for the Commish. That show was great, the fucking Commish. Um, I don't know, man. It's a step up from Supernatural, for sure. It's actually I was a gonna say arguable point. I was going to say, does, is it is it that he loves the CW, or is it that no one else in Hollywood loves him? Because I kind of feel like he's trapped there, and he can't escape. It's like a pocket reality, but it's everything he hates all the time. He's just stuck in that Dormammu moment from Doctor Strange. Yeah. But 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 that but that it's moment is him flying. cashing another soulless check from the CW every yeah. week. Hello, CW. I've come yeah. for work. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his cycle of torment. Uh, I don't know. I he, he had a film career in like the early two thousands, like the the you know yeah. two thousand five to two thousand nine. He was in a couple of. Hard I was going to say short lived. Yeah, but I mean, some people are just better. Like like I mean, some people are just better suited for for television. You know what I mean? Like. You never saw the cast of Buffy do anything break out besides Sarah Michelle Geller. And Seth, that's true. Seth that's Green. very true. But it's all it's it's always really sad when you see like someone who uh, is like a TV star and then mm-hmm. they like make the decision to like leave the show halfway through. Like, no, I'm yeah. starting my film career now. And then mm-hmm. they're in one film that bombs and then yeah. they go back onto the show. Oh, you <laughs> mean you mean yeah. like you mean like Andy Richter from Conan O'Brien? Remember that? He was like <laughs> he's going to go pursue film and then he was in Scary Movie 2. For like one scene with James Woods. And, and then what's he, her the, name from American Horror Story was like, actually, I'm better than all of you. And then her film career just tanked. And she's like, I always loved all of you. I'm back. It's it's just yep. like, wait, wait, which one? God. The young blonde? No, the, the older one, I think. Oh, uh, Paulson. Yeah. Didn't she come back? I thought she came back. I don't. I stopped watching that show a long time ago. Me too, I mean, I've, I've seen really I've bad. seen all I've seen all of them in bits and pieces. They're none of them are good, really. Yeah. I've come to like I had come to the conclusion after the first like I don't know two or three seasons that the, their whole their writing room must just be a dartboard yeah um yeah. and then they go like no, because and they're all no, jerking off too there's no foreshadowing in the show because it feels like they just introduced next random fucking yeah. thing after next random it's like thing. that it's like that episode of South Park thing. where they show how they make Family Guy jokes it's just man right. he's picking yeah. balls out of a. <laughs> Yeah, but, that's exactly what I pictured. They, no, nothing, nothing solidifies to me that, that show has that has no direction, like no intentional direction. More than the fact that they got cute, they had Cuba Gooding Jr. sign on for a season of that show. Yeah, and they had what's her name, uh, fucking uh, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was in yeah, she was in season three. 
they had, like Cuba Gooding Jr. in season five, the Roanoke thing. And they did like four different, th- like it was like half of the show was a reenactment of the actual murders that happened. And then they, then they, first they showed the murders and they showed a reenactment of the murders of like, like a, a true crime TV show. Then they brought oh, Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr.'s character back to where the murders happened for like a 10 year anniversary all over the course of like eight episodes. You're like, what timeline are we on? None yeah. of this makes yeah. any fucking sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's all very uh, high concept and it never works. Like, yeah, in but, the, like they always have the seasons have really great, like first episodes that get you interested mm-hmm. and then just goes off the fucking yeah. deep end. Yeah. So quickly. I've, I've watched all of it though. Like I watch it the same way Derek watches trash TV. Like I know it's not good, but like whenever there's a new one that I can do bit, it, right? Whenever there's a new one, like in its entirety, that I, I'm not going to watch it week to week. I'm not going to set it for the DVR, but like a year or two later when it's on Netflix, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll waste eight hours of my life. I'll get really, really high, order a pizza, and just sit there, and, <laughs> ju- and just and just hate myself and the show. And it's beautiful. It's it's important to take time for yourself, listeners. It really is. Please mm-hmm. treat treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, any any final thoughts before we stop talking about the show? No. What was the, the fir- what was <laughs> what's the what's the actual topic that? Oh, Walker. yeah, Walker, Texas Walker. Ranger. That's right. Yeah. Nope. No thoughts. That's it. My my one joke about leaving a bad show and signing on to another. At least the other guy seems to be moving into good TV. Hopefully. All right, moving along. Next trailer we have up. Uh, this is for a film. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, Willy's Wonderland. It's going to be starring our best friend Nicholas Cage, who we can't seem to stop talking about. Uh, mm. The synopsis for this film is when his car breaks down, a quiet loner agrees to, he, okay, Nick Cage is anything but quiet, agrees to clean an abandoned family runs uh, family fun center in exchange for repairs. He soon finds himself waging war against possessed animatronic mascots while trapped inside Willy's Wonderland. And uh, this comes out, I assume, direct to streaming services February 12th, 2021. I don't say I assume because it's the pandemic. I assume because the movie looks a little like garbage. I have one thing to say before I pass off the reins to Scott. He looks very excited to talk about it. I was I was pretty on board with this. To be honest, I can understand how, how you know, kind of camp it's supposed to be and like tongue in cheek and fun and like ridiculous. I already know, I already know exactly what you're going to say. That they say. stole the fucking Rorschach line? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Fucking no. <laughs> like, like, Chris is going to hate I, I, that, I that so too, much. Yeah. <laughs> I hated that with every cell in my body. He's like, I was like, with... oh, God. I was so He's bad. not locked like, in I, with them. They're locked in there with him. Like, yeah, I'm like, okay, the, the gore yeah. here is not as kinda... cool when a 17 year old girl says it, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. You got to have the fucking gr- a gravel in your voice of yeah. a homeless, crazy person who. And it's not even like that movie vigilante. came out in the 70s. Like that movie came out a couple years ago. Like people remember that line. It was a memorable line. Like, yeah, it's it's been less than it's been like, what, like 12 years. Something like I that, actively yeah. watch that clip on YouTube because it's so badass of a scene. It's good. unfathomably badass. He dumps an entire vat of hot oil in that guy's face. I, I wish I could summon the gravel necessary to reenact it because he's, uh, his voice is just a, so fucking yeah. good in that movie. You, you had to chain smoke for like a good hour straight. We're just breathing yeah. nothing but, but menthol cigarettes. You have to not take care of yourself. So yeah, and in between every drag with the menthol, you have to spray a hairspray down your, voice, down your, down your throat <laughs> like, like that guy from fucking... <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> my name is Vitoli. How can I be of assistance? My name is Vitoli. Um, uh, I, I, it, it looks the, like Five Nights at Freddy's the movie, right? hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. so it's basically yeah. a rip off of, of the Rorschach line and Five Nights at Freddy because yeah. the, uh, some of the animatronics are like, I was like, Oh wow. No, that's from the game. Like, what did you guys do? What are you doing here? I am. I'm here for it though. 
Like it's not. It's I'm not expecting it to be like good at all. But it's it's not going to be Mandy quality. But but we're gonna get. It's gonna be better than that fucking dumb jujitsu movie that we all contemplated watching. That, yeah. that thank thankfully we died. None of us had to do it. We didn't. We got away. We got we got away with it, boys. Um, <laughs> Shh, don't bring him back up. But like, but this yeah, one, I'm, I'm, act, I'm actually excited for this one because it's gonna have the gore <clears throat> factor. Everyone who's not Nicolas Cage and the narrator are gonna die. Clearly. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and I'm excited to watch a, a, a giant animatronic uh, bunny rabbit with j- like crazy jagged sharp metallic teeth bite someone's fucking arm off at the shoulder. That's all I want to see. And to watch him beat it to death, you see the oil spraying on him like yeah. he's beating that ostrich to death, dude. Like there are some super, some genuinely creepy shots. I, I so I'm the I'm a kid who grew up watching you know films like The Labyrinth with David Bowie, and there's a uh, there. Puppets and animatronics in this capacity can be very fucking creepy, even when they're not trying to be. The yeah. labyrinth scene where they're taking their heads off and like juggling them around—that genuinely terrified me as a child. For a, I still love the movie, but I would always fast forward through that fucking part. Um, Derek, how did you how do you feel about Willy's Wonderland? Uh, I'm excited for it. It's like yes. Mandy meets Five Nights at Freddy's. It yes. looks ridiculous. It looks. <laughs> exactly everybody's gonna die and that's what i'm there for i'm not going in because i'm expecting citizen kane i want to see nicholas cage acting like an asshole with fucking leaky giuliani hair dye coming down his neck beating the shit out of animatronics (laughs) while teenagers die and it's gonna it looks like it's gonna fucking nail that yeah this will not be citizen kane the only rosebud you're gonna see is me from all the fucked butts that these animatronics are just oh my god look at that thing I want to eat your coon blooms. <laughs> hey there, fellas. Heard you had oh, some no. oh, no. He really said that. <laughs> uh, hey, no, is, this from the, is this from the movie or from Five Nights at Freddy's? That's from the trailer, yeah. I can't tell. Exactly. Yeah, Dude, I, gotta, I gotta say, though, I played five. I played the, uh, I went to see my cousin the other night. We, we, uh, we played that Five Nights at Freddy VR while we were hanging out. It's one of those unnerving, uncomfortable things I've ever played in VR. It's, it's horrendous. It's horrifying. I believe you. Um, all right, let's move along. I, I'm starting to get antsy in my pantsies about talking about WandaVision. I really mm-hmm. want to get there. We have four more articles. All four. of them Warner. Yeah, Ooh. all of them Warner Brothers related. Um, sorry, that's not true. The last one is not. The last one is Marvel leading into our topic. So one Warner Brothers scrambles to appease talent following its HBO Max announcement. I only brought this up to bitch about how much actors get paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. According to this article, Denzel Washington commands a twenty million dollar salary plus a back end fee for every film he's in. That's just, that's out of the gate. There's no negotiating for him. You pay me twenty mil plus a back end fee, or I'm not in it. So, understandably, what as much as I want to go, like Scott said this before, like eat the rich, like fuck them. Uh, it what Warner Brothers did by just not consulting with anybody and going, we're releasing all of our films day and day on Max had a lot of people kind of freaked out because movie movie theaters are closing and these, a lot of these deals as we've seen by Denzel's deal includes that back end fee, which they count on with those releases. A lot of those are guaranteed. Um, so Warner brothers has been doing a lot of scrambling to try and make all these actors they work with happy so that all the talent doesn't just flutter away to other studios who aren't doing this. What do you, what, I don't know if you guys read through this. Yeah. yeah. Like the amount of money. I I have no problem taking this one. If you want me to. Absolutely. Go right ahead, please. Fuck you, Denzel Washington, (laughs) you greedy fucking Scrooge McDuck cunt. People have lost everything. These studios are they're they're, Warner Brothers is putting all this stuff on HBO because obviously it's their parent, the parent company. 
it it, it makes sense for them to try to, to try to at least get some base subscriptions because no one is going to the movies. Uh, Warner Brothers is losing more money than anybody on this. You already got your twenty fucking million. Like, like it, it, to me, it, to me, like to to be throwing a temper tantrum over an, another five million in the heat of a pandemic where everyone is losing everything. It makes you a greedy son of a bitch, and it makes me not want to see anything Denzel Washington's in unless I can see for free from now on. Because fuck yeah. him. And he's not but even honestly, a good actor. I mean, like I no. said in the past, he just he he just he's I mean, himself. Well, tra- tra- training Day was pretty fucking good, but he was but, just Denzel Washington. He's yeah, not but, acting. Yeah, he's not doing but, 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 but Man on Fire was pretty good, though. You know what I mean? But but like but this has this has Jared Leto in it, which means like if it wasn't free, I wouldn't watch it ever because I fucking hate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's honestly hard to believe that like Jared Leto isn't the one that this article is about because I feel like even though he isn't an A lister compared to Denzel Washington. He would be the one that would throw a shit fit about pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's clearly, I mean, just a piece Awful. of shit. Awful. Yeah. yeah yes. just, just the worst. No, but seriously, like, fuck, fuck you, Denzel. You know what I mean? Like, I, you, got, you, you got people like Dave Chappelle who are out there in their own hometowns uh, investing their money in something that helps support community, help giving people jobs, have, giving people who lost everything a way to rebuild. That's how you fucking lead. That's how you, I mean, and granted, nobody's saying that Denzel Washington has in, in, in any way inferred that he's a leader. But like, just don't be a greedy cunt right now. Don't be a yeah. fucking piece of shit. And like, this just reeks of like it's gross. And, and yeah, it's like, really, I, it's really gross to me. It, the thing is, I, I think what we're seeing with a lot of actors. Well, I, what I wish we were seeing with more actors is that like what we're talking about is their industry. Now, the whole thing with Tom Cruise freaking out on set, you know, it, it's like funny, and for a lot of people, it was like they felt vindicated because. You know, they were kind of he was screaming out how they feel about when they see people without masks. But beyond that, like if you listen to what he's saying, he's saying like this is our livelihood. This is our if we fuck this up, nobody's getting paid like nobody. This industry will dry up and go away forever. And so it's like the the. The the like financial sponges of the industry, the actors, if they want, once this fucking uh, virus does go away to still have a career, to still have an industry, they're going to have to take some cuts here and there. And what yeah. Warner Brothers is offering is pretty. I'm not going to go down the, the list of what they're doing, but it yeah. looks like they're actually doing pretty being pretty generous with what they're offering actors. Yeah. But the question is, you know, are these people the small time people, of course, will likely take it. But like, yeah, big time. We're going to see like Denzel Washington and. You know, people of that caliber just basically saying like, oh, well, I'll wait till it's done. Well, maybe if you do, nothing's going to be there when it's done, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think like like there's there's talk of actors potentially boycotting uh, Warner Brothers films because of stuff like this. But like, what, what do you expect people to do? Like, like, do you really think there's going to be any buzz, any excitement left for Black Widow when it finally fucking releases or any of these other films? Like, I was excited to see Free Guy when it was supposed to release on December 11th. I can't I can't say I have the same enthusiasm when it releases alongside of 20 other films that have been on hold for a year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, you're going to get lost in the fucking whirlwind of all these delayed releases because they're, they're going to do the best they can to kind of like stagger things so they're not competing directly. But at the same time, though, if, if other companies don't follow this similar business model and start get, making some kind of real revenue off these products they have locked in the vault, we're going to see them rapid fire releasing everything all at once as soon as they can to make up for it because they're going to be fucking treading yeah. water and drowning. It's going to be like Derek when he finally sees his uh, Dompire. Yeah, just, just exactly. tread water and cooms. Yeah. Just gonna turn into- it's, a, it's above his neck. He has, to, he has to dog paddle, but she's just like ankles <laughs> deep in it, and he's loving it. <laughs> I mean, she, she's so tall that you're going to have to literally wrap yourself up in cellophane and, and, and you use yourself yeah. as a ramrod. You know, Th- that's ramrod. the idea. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. You're gonna meet, you're right. gonna meet, you're gonna meet cigar from from that. Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so, keeping on the Warner Brothers HBO Max train, uh, a little piece of news slipped out in a, uh, a comment on the service that must pay Zack Snyder lots of money, Vero. Uh, apparently, the <laughs> yeah. Justice League. I'll never stop harping on that one. Who the fuck uses this weird, obscure service? Apparently, Zack Snyder. I have no idea why. The, the only the answer is the person who writes these check. articles and Zack Snyder use it. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's how he really has information. No, I'm I said everybody it, else. I said it last time I brought it up. I, they, I mean, good job, Vario, because pe- people, at least media and people who write news articles, have to have an account just so yeah. they can see what the fuck kind of tidbits he's going to drop on there. But I digress. He dropped in a comment uh, a little interview he did on the service, and he just haphazardly or casually, I should say, mentioned. That the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is supposedly released in March, will be a four-hour movie again. So there was a lot of talk of like releasing it as four one-hour episodes, and now he's just saying, "No, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna release it as one four-hour fuck-off movie." And he confirmed not only that, but he confirmed it as four hours, not counting the credits. So we're talking just a four-hour chunk of shit. Um, Derek Scott. I'll start with Derek since I said your name first, and I'm not going to make the mistake I made last episode. How do you feel about it, Skarek? Skarek, uh, you know what? I, I I really don't know. Like I it, I know that Tarantino did uh, on Netflix um, the, the extended edition of Hateful Eight. He separated yeah. into four episodes, and I kind of liked that because for a four hour long movie, it gives you a good spot to like take a break or watch the rest tomorrow yeah. or whatever. Because who the fuck has four hours to just four sit there and watch a movie? Hours, um, I, yeah, shit. It, 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 yeah, it's kind of hefty. But I mean, if 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 Zach is saying that that's the way that he intends it to be seen, then I'm inclined to say, well, then that's the way that it should be seen. Yeah. Um, I think like putting those kind of uh too much of those decisions in the hands of like the dis- distribution executives is like you can kind of funnel away, uh control from the director which enough control has been taken from him on this movie so if that's the way he intends it to be seen then that's the way i want to watch it yeah it's about yeah. it yeah march is still the target month which makes me excited scott how do you feel about the recombining of these uh, episodes into one film uh, i mean i gotta say like it's it's it is a little daunting to sit there for for four hours through something um but at the same time like it's it's probably gonna be like a a once in a lifetime experience, right? Like you're going to sit through it all at once. Like it's something that, that everyone's been waiting for, for such a long time campaign for like from like, it's been what it's been like three or four years, right? Yeah. In the making. And it's probably gonna be the last film he's going to direct for the DCEU. So, I mean, probably. like I get him wanting it to be a, a big giant grand spectacle. I have no problem pausing it. If I need to take a break and it's coming back. Yeah. Um, but when they talk about how it may get a theatrical release, that is where I'm just like a little like, oh, you know what I mean, yeah, like, that was that like, was rumored a while ago. I don't know if it's still on the table. I, I would just tell them not to like, please don't don't. Yeah. I mean, especially if it's coming out in March. Sorry, guys. People keep saying oh, we're going to be back to normal by this month. And then that month, it gets buried under all these other months that just kept happening that no one was paying attention to. So, like, don't don't put it in theaters. There's no fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you put what, a uh, picture that's uh, encaptioned Dick Flower in my homeland Asia in the Discord? Um, uh, oh, oh, the, 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 the coon blooms. <laughs> oh, that's that's a coon bloom. Okay, so Daddy Dompire's coon blooms has to be the title of the episode. I mean, I, there's no other solution. Yeah, it's pretty um, good. 
Coon blooms for sure. Coon blooms. <laughs> you don't like Daddy uh, Dompire? No, no, it's a little little daunting. <laughs> okay. Daddy, Daddy Dompire's a little, but 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 maybe daunting Daddy Dompire. <laughs> yeah, whoa, oh, oh, all right. Okay. I like uh-huh. the alliter- I'm it's a evolving. sucker for alliteration. <laughs> no, um, I mean we could go for double alliteration. We have to find. No, no, it's too much. It's too much. Boy. It's too dangerous. <laughs> daunting Daddy Dompire's Coon Bloom. Coon Bloom room. No. Coon Bloom. I don't know. All right, we'll <laughs> think about it later. We got a lot to play with here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And not just because she's very tall, but we have a lot to play with. <laughs> yeah. So, last uh, piece of Warner Brothers news. There's some drama. I'm sorry. Did you have something to kick into Daddy Dumpire? Uh, uh, no, I just, you know, I just, I kind of, I kind of like lost my train of thought while I was trying to say what I thought about the Zack Snyder cut because I was, I was going like this. <laughs> right. honest, that's why I was kind of like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't. Uh, it's a noble. No, but, just, <laughs> no, but I mean, tr- truthfully, like, I, I don't see myself sitting through a four-hour movie more than once and actually paying attention to all of it. It might be something I put on in the background. And watch, like you know, watch while I'm doing other stuff after the first initial sit down. It's, I mean, it, like, like Derek said, like whatever, however he thinks it's best viewed is how we should view it. But I, I feel like I want to see it on the big screen. I do, even mm. if it's four hours long. I want them to have like an intermission. I want to go and sit down with a fucking giant bucket of popcorn and a giant soda that's gonna give me diabetes, and I, I want to watch this because, like, it, it's. I mean, he he makes beautiful films and. I think that if he would have been able to do a four-hour cut from the get-go, uh, Justice League probably could have been a real competitor for, you know, Marvel's Avengers if he would have had time to fucking do things when he wanted to do them. Yeah. I would get absolutely exhausted watching a four-hour-long film in a movie theater. Like, yeah, I would no. just get so fidgety oh, by would, the end of that. I would not at all. I would, like, need a Xanax. Like, I'd have to treat it like a fucking flight. Like, just, that's <laughs> way too long, dude. Even when movies are, like, two and a half hours long, at like an really? hour and 45, I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I just can't really I just can't do it. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't I know do, why. That's weird. I'm can, the most. I can do two and a half. I can't do much more than two and a half. Yeah. Depending on how what the content is, if it's really interesting, I, I'm usually OK until three. But if you're passing a three hour mark, I'm probably done ski. I mean, if you got, if you got like a four hour movie, you do like a, a 10 or 15 minute intermission in the middle of it. It's true. But I mean, yeah, that, that's it, fine. I, I know it probably doesn't make any sense because I am one of the most hyperactive, fidgety people in the world. But if I'm dialed in on something, man, I have no problem. I could sit for six six hours and watch like an entire miniseries without leaving the couch. Yeah, I can do that on my couch. I can do that. But yeah. in a movie theater, dude, I went and saw that movie. This is years ago. That movie W with Josh Brolin when he pl- played uh, oh, George yeah, Washington. Yeah. Dude, I got like an hour into that movie and I was like. I just got an idea. Fuck this. And I got up and I walked out. I paid full price for a ticket and only got half the movie by choice because I just couldn't sit there anymore. It just kept going and going and going. Couldn't stand it. Fair. Fair. I mean, it also um, that, that, that's just an exhausting movie. to sit It is. Through, it is. is it really it's is. one of two movies I've ever walked out on. The other one was Ultraviolet starring Mila Jovovic, which was just so stupid that I had to leave. Um, after like I've 10. never seen W. Is it worth it? Is it, I couldn't tell if you were the telling first, me it was just exhausting. Isn't. <laughs> okay. No, it was pretty bad. Fair enough, fair enough. Ethan Hawke is supposedly playing the villain in the Oscar Isaac-led Moon Knight series that will be coming out to Disney+. Plus. Um, I'm, I like Ethan Hawke. I think he's a good actor. Uh, he's been in some weird stuff, but he's been in some good stuff, too. I, th- I mean, I, as an actor, I think he's good at his, his trade. That's mm-hmm. basically what I'm, where I'm going with this. My favorite part of this article. How do you feel about those those gray hairs he's getting? You into that? No, he's they're not allowed in. in. They're, they're not, not in. him. They're coming in. 
Not him. He's got that little, that little. Is it because his eyes are too beady? Yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Big he's, eyes, he's gray hair. He's piercing through me, uh, right through the the walls there, too, so I don't have to see the face on the other side of the glory hole. But I, I still feel like he's looking at me the whole time. You know. Yeah, he's got he's got very very leery energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know any of these people's names, and this is why I brought this up. Moon Knight's actual arch nemesis is considered to be someone named Raul Bushman. Raul, <laughs> his employer and former fellow mercenary, sorry, not, not former, fellow mercenary who betrayed the superhero when they stumbled upon an archaeological dig that contained valuable Egyptian gold. It sounds like he's got a real bad case of mirror, but also bad superhero guy, which I can't fucking stand. And it looks like they're going to do it again. Um, Scott, how do you feel about Ethan Hawke joining the cast? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the response I was hoping for. Derek, how do you feel about it? Uh, I do care because Ethan Hawke is incredible and in everything that he's Yay! in. And so I'm happy to see him in this. But other than that, I, I listen to me. I literally don't know what else to say other than that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Like I said, I, I, I included this not for the casting news, because normally I wouldn't just say, hey, let's talk about this person being in this thing. Not interesting. Um, there's a list here of Moon Knight's rogues yeah. gallery and it is a fucking doozy it sounds like someone is listing all the knockoff superhero costumes at a spirits halloween store so there's uh you remember, you remember, those, little, you remember those little pink little, little pink men you'd get they were like they look like erasers but they weren't erasers yeah it, it sounds like someone's just listing out what all of their canonical names were for like all the, <laughs> the entire collector set I want to I'm going to read a couple and I want you to tell me which one your favorite one is there's only one oh, sorry one two Three, four people I know in this yeah, list. There's, a, there's a, a few notables. Bengal, Black Tarantula, The Bros Grim, which is probably my favorite. It's They're called The Bros Grim. Uh, Bullseye, okay, I've heard of him. Count Nefaria, Crossfire, Despair. Oh, God, I just realized it's supposed to be Despair. <laughs> oh, no. It's spelled so stupidly. Ooh. Oh, uh-oh. uh. Dokken, Demo Goblin, or Demo Goblin, uh, Flag Smasher, Gypsy Moth. The hate flag, monger. flag smasher. Yeah. Is that like oh, an yeah, old bro. Captain America? enemy? <laughs> Probably. Uh, the hate monger hobgoblin. Okay. The hood Kang the conqueror. Okay. Madam mask, Mr. Hyde, Mr. Jip nightmare, Norman Osborn. Okay. We know that name, right? Scarecrow taskmaster. Another one. Zodiac and Deadpool. Apparently. So Jip. Mr. J. That sounds yeah. like is that, is that could, just like a is that just like a he just never pays you hat? back. <laughs> <laughs> That's his arc villain. He borrowed all this money and hey never man, returned. you pay for yeah, gas, I'll pay for parking. Yeah, because then he doesn't have any cash when you get there. You go to the diner. Oh, I only got he's my like, car, oh, man. man. You got this. I forgot my wallet. Uh, my wallet's in my other costume, guys. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I gotta know what Mr. Chip looks like. I gotta know. Uh, despair is my favorite because when I read it, it, my head didn't tell me that it was supposed to be like actually despair. So now that's my favorite one. Uh, my favorite is the Zodiac. Cause I didn't know that Ted Cruz was in the moon Knight. Uh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> have you guys seen Mr. Jip before? No, I have not seen now. Mr. Jip, but now I have to go look it up. Uh, I'm putting it in the chat. Don't, don't you worry. Ooh. Oh yeah. He's not, he, that's not good. Yeah. That's the coon bloom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
I feel I feel like I feel like the episode image has to include Mr. Jip because it's horrifying. <laughs> oh no, he is the Coombloom. <gasps> it's fate, bro. It's fucking fate. Oh, shit. It has to be Coombloom. Oh, he's uh, hard to look at. I'm sorry, listeners. His spine uh, looks like a spider's crawling on his back. Or no, like a silver a silverfish. That's what things are called, right? <laughs> this guy looks like he's been put into a dirty sock and left in the corner for about six years. <laughs> yeah, he's got an he's got an eyeball on his shoulder. Uh, and on his knee. So he yeah, can he see got bit by a radioactive cum sock. That's how he came about. <laughs> I'm of the opinion that the image for the podcast is literally just him. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, holy shit. Nothing else. That's needed. fantastic. Oh, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> that is a, he's a sight to behold. He's got a whole face uh, on his shoulder. His, his, his shoulder's a head. He's got a <laughs> mouth. Or is the head the shoulder? Mm. I, think that, I think both those things mean <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, can we talk about WandaVision, please? Well, he's got to pee. I got to pee. <laughs> yes, called it. All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll go take a little vacation to Shilcinati, Shil City, bro. While Derek knocks over everything on his way out to the bathroom, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> oh no, he looks haggard as fuck, and I love it. He looks like uh the gr- he looks like Jim Carrey's The Grinch if he was just. <laughs> Yeah. And come in Elmer's glue. Mr. Jip's haggard hand in the Coombloom sounds like a fucking ska band. <laughs> Mr. Jip's haggard hands and the Coomblooms. It really does sound like a ska band. <laughs> they opened up for Op Ivy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Five Iron Frenzy <laughs> toured with them for years, but they just never made it big. They never. They you couldn't lock down this... a good trombone player. You know what I mean? They couldn't lock down <laughs> the coveted trombone. They always found somebody that had like a trick elbow, could never really play the thing yeah, properly. Yeah. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. You can check us out at facebook.com slash the cynical nerd. Scott, how can they find us on, on Twitter? Oh, we are at the Schmeg nerd. That is the Schmeg nerd. S H M E G N E R D. Uh, you can also hit us up with uh, a hashtag ask TCN. If you have any questions, you can hit us with that fuck hashtag fuck TCN. If you got yeah. something wrong, or if you want to just bicker, if you want to fight about something, let us know, man. We'll, we'll bicker all day. Yeah. Only, uh, only, if, only two of us have real jobs. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to uh, send us a question and you don't have a Twitter account uh, because you're over the age of, I don't know, what's 45 maybe? That sounds about right. Um, you can send us in a question to an email address at questions at the cynical nerd dot com. And that was perfect timing because you're back. And ready to go. Mm-hmm. How was your PP? Was it satisfying? It was good. I um, fully evacuated my bladder. So, so how do you feel about Mister Jip? Mister Jip's what was it? Uh, 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 hazard hand or some shit like that. Oh, Mister Jip's nuts and tips. <laughs> it was, was Mister Jib's something hands haphazardly haggard, hands. haggard 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 hands. And and the Coomblooms. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Chip's haggard hands and the Coomblooms. Sounds like if, a sounds like a well, no, 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 shit. I was gonna make him guess what genre of music he oh. thought it sounded like. You, you, know, you know, they know we're playing games. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All you have All to right. do is just Photoshop uh, checkered uh, vans onto his feet. Fucking fedora. Maybe a trombone in one of his hands. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
Yeah, but he can't play the trombone because he's got a trick elbow. <laughs> well, his, his elbow is also a face with a chin, so it's difficult. <laughs> right. Well, that's clearly the that's clearly what is the, what is the origin story of Mister Jip? I have no idea. I don't want to know. I want to talk about Wandavision. Can yeah, we please? Same. Boys, boys, we come down to our main discussion of the week. That is the first two episodes of Wandavision, which were released on Friday on Disney Plus. And I know that Derek is bursting at the seams to find out what we feel about it. And um, Scott, would you like to take the honors? No, no, you go first. I want to make Derek wait. Oh, okay. I was trying to help Derek bust that nut because he he kind of has oh, a general I know, idea. I know he's I know he's excited to, but I, I okay. Wanna, I wanna, I wanna, in, I'm gonna go last. In that case, Derek, how did you feel about the first two episodes of Wandavision? I felt pretty good about it. It was pretty enjoyable. I thought that they were doing old TV tropes. It was like beyond the fact that they're setting up this weird narrative, like. One thing Veronica and I were saying was like, it kind of feels like we're watching like an episode of I Love Lucy or like mm. yeah. Bewitched or whatever. And that was kind of cool. Like it felt like when you were a kid and you were watching Nick at Night, like the, all those old jokes. I mean, they did it really well. Like so just that sort of like authenticity of it. I think they did really well. Um, But it had the exact quality I was hoping it would have where it was kind of freaky. I will admit that. In both episodes, to get to that point, felt like not enough was happening leading up to it, um, which would have made sense with like just the first episode. But then the same thing kind of happened in the second episode. But, you know, uh, during the dinner scene in the first episode, when they were saying, like, where are you guys from? Where are you guys from? And it was like freaky. Yeah. Dude starts choking. It was like it almost like sets off your like anxiety. You're like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck's going on? Um. Same thing with the, uh, you know, the beekeeper who the what the fuck's going on with that guy? Um, That was weird. The fact that she, you know, consciously says no. And then it rewinds makes me think that, you know, my theory, not to brag or anything about it being a constructed thing powered by the Mind Stone. uh, You know, maybe that has something to do with it. So I I really liked it. I was into it. That's a good basic basic thoughts. Yeah, I like that. I'll go next and Scott's going to go last. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I for most of the same reasons that Derek did. I and also surprise, of course, I liked it. I like most things. Uh, the humor, again, I, I would bring it up because it landed for me because they did it so earnestly. Like they didn't get the joke. Not all the time. Anyway, off of the sarcastic irony of like what they were doing, like a lot of the humor was in keeping with a show that would be on back then. But it worked just because of like it was such a ludicrous fucking situation. Hats off to Wanda for the fucking banger of a joke right out the gate in the first episode where she says you and your indestructible head. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. fuck, lady, that's not cool. Anything shots across the ball at him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, the whole like even the storyline was like a, a true slapstick they both thought were thinking the same thing was different you know different situations and yeah. let's see what kind of comedy comes out of it like it was truly inspired by those shows so that they said they took inspiration for the episode one from like the dick van dyke show and in fact uh, a little fun fact for everybody dick van dyke actually consulted on the humor in these episodes to make you feel more authentic i didn't know mm-hmm. that i found out recently uh the second episode with the opener that was basically bewitched was pretty neat and it looks like they're doing like they're jumping forward in different tv era times a little bit like the first one's kind of in the 60s and then 
It's like late 60s, early 70s. And I think they're going to keep doing that. Yeah. Because we've, from the trailer, it looked like there was some like Roseanne 90s vibes in there somewhere. Um, I, the mystery of like what's going on is really what's driving this here. And I have some, the, obviously the sword, which we've talked about, the organization, they're clearly involved. Mm-hmm. She got the helicopter that had the sword logo on it. The end of the first episode was someone in a sword logo area, like monitoring it as if it yeah. was an actual TV show, which was cool. I don't know if this is like, I don't know if this is Wanda being held against her will. And be, I don't know. There's a lot, I don't want to dive into it too much right now because we're doing general thoughts. So I'll leave it for a deeper discussion, but I liked it a lot. Uh, I actually, I actively wanted to watch more of it. Um, I'm happy it's 30 minutes as opposed to an hour. I feel like it works a lot better. And there's yeah. like, here's a little adventure snippet. Um, I thought the, the gum in the gum, like the gum fucking up uh, vision was just campy enough to fit into like a bewitched episode plot very well. Uh, and Agnes's character is fantastic and I fucking love it. So Scott, tell us how you felt about it. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely felt like I was a little kid again. Like I was eight years old watching Nick at night, like 8 PM. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I used to love, I love Lucy bewitched like all, all those shows. Uh, it kind of has me excited to see what other eras they might touch on. Maybe wait, like a Laverne and Shirley type vibe at some point. It looks like we're moving on to Happy Days, though. From from what I saw with uh, <laughs> with the next episode, mm-hmm. De- we're definitely get some Brady Bunch vibes in there. You know what I mean? Um, I feel I feel like there are pacing issues, though. I love I love the indiv- I found myself more interested in the individual narratives of the show, kind of just being like caught in the moment. And again, like it feels like you're watching like a real show from the fifties. Even having those bars come in on the side. So yeah, back, that was back cool. in the old aspect ratio. Um, it just it it. I found myself more interested in the actual plots of the episodes. That when, <laughs> that, that when like something weird finally did happen, like hey, f- fuck off. Like what, what's gonna happen with the magic show? You know what I mean? Like it was just like yeah. <laughs> like like in in that. But at the same time, like for me, as I don't know if it's gonna work when we come full circle as like a Marvel action show. Yeah, I think I think it's. I like seeing. I, I like seeing a show of this format in modern day, basically. Yeah, uh, but but it seems like we're getting such, we're getting little breadcrumbs, and they're not. There's, I mean, like the manhole. We we all saw the manhole up in the middle of the street, but it wasn't there earlier in the episode, like in the beginning. There was no manhole cover there. Uh, mm-hmm. There's lots of weird little Easter eggs throughout it. Like like oh, I didn't a even, ton. I, I didn't even I didn't even pick up on the on the indestructible head thing in that way. I yeah. I, 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 I didn't even hit me like oh yeah he gets his fucking yeah he gets his fucking head crushed in and he rips the stone out. Um, That's by the way, what makes me think that it's like, like it's a mocking nation of her own, because of course, when she saw her husband get his head yeah. crushed in, in her reality, he has an indestructible head. Yeah. But I'm yeah. also wondering, I'm also wondering if there's like some kind of, cause I mean, like we're dealing with a black widow movie. That's probably going to take place. Well, it's definitely gonna take place in the past, but it could be, it could be immediately after civil war. We don't know where in the timeline, a lot of this shit's falling in phase four yet. <clears throat> Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this is them in hiding, you know what I mean? Or like, or, mm. or, or they go into hiding willingly before the events of infinity war, even. you know what I mean? Because like it, it, it could potentially be something like that. You know, like it is possible that if, if this is all being, you know, kind of created by the mindstone, the stones were destroyed by Thanos when he snapped to destroy them. The mindstone just still exists. Someone would have to either travel through Marvel's confusing, convoluted time travel system, <laughs> grabbed it, borrowed it for however long they keep them, and then will have to at some point return it back to its original place exactly, 
or this takes place before the Mind Stone was destroyed. So this, this leads me to believe that this might be somewhere in the past that Vision might actually still be there, and because they know that they can't, like they might be imprisoned of their own free will. I mean, like they may have they may have allowed Sword to imprison them, and because they know they can't live their happy life, this might be the way of living out their fantasy. You know, what I mean, the only way they know how, because I mean, Wanda was raised; she was an orphan, wasn't she? So I mean, like, yeah, her, her entire model of the of the happy modern family or happy family would just be what she saw throughout the ages on television. Yeah, so it would make yeah. sense psychologically that this would just be them both very very alive still back in time a little bit and this is her way of them having their happily ever after since they're in hiding for you know maybe they're hiding because they know thanos is coming maybe they're in hiding for another reason yeah um, so because when we find um when we find when we find them in infinity war they're only one with captain america it, it, over in europe right so yeah they get yelled at because they didn't come back right when they were supposed to mm-hmm. um yeah so i have a different theory which is that this is post endgame and that vision is dead and this is in Wanda's mind and it's how she's kind of coping with it. But I also think there's an external force at play. Um, there's been a lot of speculation online that Mephisto, which is basically the devil of the MCU is involved because of the apparent kid aspect of this. And it's something I wanted to bring it, bring up in our, well, this is now our, our deeper discussion section, which is that they keep saying for the children in this episode. And it's pretty clear that Agatha, or sorry, Agnes, who I suspect might be representing a character called Agatha in the comics, who is a servant of Mephisto, is there to, like, keep her in this world and keep mm-hmm. her distracted and keep her. I-, I think they're trying to push her towards materializing kids in her pocket reality for some reason. In the comic books, I don't know the exact specifics, and and I, I'm glad because I don't want to ruin it for anybody if this is what they do. But in the comic books, Mephisto like hashes some plot to like get her to have kids because it would like drain her power or some weird comic booky shit like that. Um, I, it feels like there's something going on there where some external force is trying to get her to like manifest kids because the whole town keeps saying for the children. Um, there's something weird going on with that, and then they have a conversation on the couch, and she stands up and she's got a belly, and you're like, oh. Shit. Okay, Vision. Go yeah. ahead. Um, that would be nano, my the nanobites all up in her. The nanocombs. <laughs> that would be my so and I, so. I think so. I think she's in this pocket reality that she's creating. She's gonna give birth is, to a printer. She's <laughs> yo, H, bro. HP laser jet. Just what if it's a Tamagotchi? <laughs> <laughs> then that's how you have to raise it. Uh, she gives birth to just a Furby, just covered in placenta. Um, <laughs> oh God, you're conjuring nightmare images this week. Uh, nothing compares to Mr. Jip, bro. <laughs> I don't care that, what you say. Yeah, it doesn't that's get true. worse than Mr. Jip. Mr. Jip's hap or sorry, haggard hands and the Coon Blue. He look. He looks like one of the one of the illustrations from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. <laughs> Went to a Bukaki party. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Volunteered at a Bukaki party. N- new, new rule thirty four porn site, MrJip.com. Um, so oh, yes, I got, I got to look for it. <laughs> no, please, please. <laughs> All right, you look for it. I'm going to keep uh, waxing poetic about the potential implications. So I, I think the whole town is is a construct of her because we know that she's got reality altering powers that she hasn't really expanded upon too much on film. Uh, I think she's being manipulated by an external force, whether it's Mephisto or not. Is there really? No. 
Oh no. Okay, good. I got so much, there's so much terrible shit on my desktop right now. <laughs> you gotta burn the whole thing to the ground. As soon as we finish the recording. I put, I put in Mr. Jip Rule 34 and I got Mr. Pickles. It's not what you want. Oh, it's, oh it's no! Not, it's not what you want. Never again. Um, I just learned a very valuable lesson, boys. It looks like it looks like uh, it looks like she a uh, sword. Sorry, I couldn't get it out. Is like monitoring the situation from the outside and trying to wake her up almost like I don't know what the fuck was up with the beekeeper suit, but that was a, uh, was a sword employee. And she like you said, she said no. And then time rewinds and it goes back and then they're fine again. So I think Wanda is being manipulated to stay in this pocket reality, whatever it is she's constructed in her mind. Um, and obviously physically, I mean, it's not just all in her head. Um, and I think that sword is trying to get her out of it, trying to help her free herself from it. Something is coercing her to continue this kind of charade and like push her through the motions. And I think it's in the current day because we were told early on that this whole series was setting up Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. So we talked about it before, but the theory that she is kind of a villain in that movie, or at least does enough damage to the fabric of reality at the end of the show that strange has to fix it is I hope where it goes, because that would be Marvel doing the good choice and not the safe choice with her waking up and realizing vision is actually dead and they don't bring him back magically somehow. I would love that. Please let it be true. Like people have, People lose people in real life all the time. They don't just get to magically pop back into existence. And we were told yeah. in Endgame that the destruction of the Infinity Stones could not be reversed because of the nature of the stones. So, like, he's dead. Leave him dead. Or at least give me a really fucking good explanation that doesn't involve Wanda's magical brain bringing him back. Like, someone else did it, please. Like, Shuri or something. I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know. I, I like the series a lot. Did you guys have any, like, deep dive, like, points to bring up? Or did I cover all of them in my rant? Not really. I just, you know, I'm wondering if it's like something post, you know, like end game that happened or if it's something like maybe when she was destroying the Mind Stone in Infinity War, she like implanted this dream, you know, like, I don't know, this dream in Vision's head and went in there with him. And this is all happening in the moment before uh, Thanos steals it. But then it wouldn't really explain why Sword would be there. Um, yeah, that's what's cool about it is there's enough going on that you're kind of like, oh, well, this is my theory. But then something right. happens that supports it. But then something happens that doesn't. So it's like, OK, well, it, it's it's very effectively doing that thing where you have to come back next week and, and keep watching. Yeah, I yeah, I've enjoyed it a lot. I'm I'm really looking forward to the next episode. I'm actually. A little bummed, but I. I'm a little bummed at the whole like release one episode a week thing because yeah. I'd much rather just watch the whole fucking thing. Please yeah. give it to me right now. But we knew they were going to do it because yeah. Disney Plus is doing this with all other shows apparently to keep that money rolling in month after month. Yeah. Um, I think they actually have, if I'm not mistaken, the way the Marvel shows are all lined up, it's like one ends and one starts yeah. pretty soon. So, <laughs> I mean... Hey, if nothing else, we'll have main discussion topics lined up for the next two years, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Disney Plus. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I guess final thoughts on the episodes, final thoughts on WandaVision in general. Right, Psych okay. for it. That's it. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't really have. I, ju I just blew my whole load talking about like Mephisto and shit. So, yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, you look like you it. need a glass of water. Yeah. I, I do, actually. I, I, I Mr. ran Jim out. Mr. needs a towel. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, or do I need a towel after Mr. Jip is done with me? 
I feel like you would need a hepatitis shot after Mr. Jim's <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Total Jim looks like transfusion. a it looks like a like a a napkin that you'd find like in the sewer outside of a strip club. Like somebody uh, no. like somebody who ate the buffet and then like dabbed the corners of their mouth with it and threw it in the in the wet gutter before they got into their, their Oh, Uber. I thought you were going way grosser. Yeah, I thought too. you were going like dried up cum napkin. No, been, no, 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 no. No, you'd never well, make I, a joke I feel like, like that. I feel like eating at a strip club's way grosser than jerking off at one. It really is. I would yeah, I wouldn't do either. I wouldn't do either for the record, listeners. Valid point. Yeah. But but I'm sure as shit not putting anything in that building in my mouth. There's no fucking way. <laughs> okay what it is. Uh, all right, boys. If if we have no other points to bring up, that's gonna wrap us up for the week. Um, this has been episode sixteen. It's probably gonna be titled Mister Mister Mr. Jibs Jizz Jacuzzi. Oh, no. <laughs> Mister Jibs Mister Jips Jizz Jacuzzi. Oh no, I don't know. If we, I don't want to put Jizz in the title. All right, well, I'm okay with putting Coom in there. I'm not yeah, okay with putting... enough of a variation that it's <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, not I totally gross. <laughs> I agree. It's not flagged Mr. on Google or anything. <laughs> As is our entire uh, Discord chat now. Uh, no. Probably also on a watch list. Moon, moon cocky? No, no. <laughs> We've already done a, a yeah, cocky-esque. We, we did pan cocky. I was cool with... Uh, I like Mr. Jip's haggard hands and coom blooms. <laughs> yeah, Mr. <laughs> I can't even say I, it. Only because I'm going to put him... <laughs> checkered vans yeah, as I just want the sky outfit more than anything <laughs> and and the fucking milady hat you know alright boys uh, thanks for hanging out Scott where can they find you on the internet uh, you can find me at twitch.tv backslash swearwolf s-w-e-a-r-w-o-l-f-e I'm also on YouTube and Facebook gaming at swearwolf Derek how about you you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Dr. Gloom MD. That's D R G L O O M M D. Nice. What does the MD stand for? Uh, massive Donger. Okay. Massive Donger. Very nice. Very nice. Was, uh, <laughs> was HB taken for honking beaver? <laughs> Dr. Gloom Dr. HB. Gloom HB. Uh, and last but not least, you can find me, uh, Twitch and Twitter at TCN, please. Very easy. I never spell mine. Because TCN is an acronym, so like, yeah, you're yeah, already whatever. spelling it, sort of. Yeah. If you guys don't know how to spell plays, then well, how'd, we got how'd you, then, then you yeah. shouldn't show up anyway. Yeah. How did yeah. you guys find this podcast? <laughs> then go back to the fifth grade spelling bee that you clearly yeah. decided to quit high school over. Uh, okay, that's gonna wrap it up. Thanks, guys, for hanging out, and we'll see you next week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> If Mr. Mr. Jim doesn't get me, I'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's under my bed and in my closet at the same time. (laughs) 